Hello everyone and welcome to Toonami Therapy on December 14th of 2023. Getting near the end of the year, I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And this is our podcast where we talk about anime we've been watching, some non-anime stuff we might be watching, and even a few things that air on Toonami. <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, I guess we can just jump right into it because I don't think there's any um, important uh, news that I... Uh, oh, wait, no, there actually was the fact. There was... The, um, they do mention, yes, unlike last year where we waited like... I can't remember how long it was. It was at least half a year um, for them to dub and air uh, Attack on Titan, the final season, the final episodes, part one. Now... <laughs> Uh, we it we're going to get the uh, part two in yeah it's the start of 2024. Yeah. So yeah, they managed to do things a lot faster uh, this time around. So um, yeah, nothing else to really say other than the fact that it's going to air, and uh, we'll discuss it then. Mm -hmm. All right. So now that we've gotten that bit of. Uh, news out. We've got Demon Slayer episode 32. So, <clears throat> so they've managed to beat the bad um, guy because they, well, like we said last um, episode, attacked his weak point for massive damage. Mm -hmm. And um, then he basically uh, kind of mopes around for a bit and feels um, sad that he lost and then he dies. And rather surprisingly, we don't get this big backstory like we did, I think, for every other demon that they've killed. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I'm pretty sure every, at least of like the, the ones that are at least kind of important, when they die, we get the big, like, sad backstory of, oh, how bad things were. And then they got turned into a demon and all this stuff in here. It's just like, you just meant, man, I, the, all, the guys I'm stronger than me are so much better than me. This isn't fair. Oh, I guess I'm dead now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we managed, so we did that. Then, um, then one of the actually, uh, actually I should probably explain this because I, you didn't really watch much of the first season. So of the, um, Oh, I can't remember what their names are. Like the the strong demon guys. Uh, I'll just call them the Espada. Of the Espada, <laughs> there's basically ten like upper ranks and ten lower ranks. All the lower mm -hmm. ranks got killed off in the first season, except for this guy, um, who just died. And then the upper ranks are like the super powerful ones. Um, I don't know if the one in tenth will like suddenly turn out to actually be in zeroth place, like in Bleach. And then get and then after that big uh like after that big reveal that he's actually the strongest get beaten off screen. <laughs> uh okay. I need to actually talk about Demon Slayer. <laughs> Sorry. So then one of the um the Espada shows up and it says, I'm gonna fight you. And uh since our main characters are kind of beaten up by uh, right now, the um the the what uh What's his name again? It's got Goku in it, but I can't remember the rest of it. Sengoku, Rengoku. I think it's 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 Rengoku. Sengoku is a character from One Piece. Sorry. Okay. So then he and Rengoku fight, and um, they fight. Honestly, most of the episode is just the two of them fighting each other. Yeah. 
Uh, and then at the end of the episode, we have the dramatic reveal that something happened. I'm not entirely mm -hmm. sure what, but everyone's acting as if uh, Ren Goku seems to have lost. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, everyone makes a big reaction, but uh, we were left in the dark as to what that big thing was. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think we're supposed to assume he got injured or something. It's probably worked a little better in the movie because there weren't like like episode breaks, so they probably acted yeah. like, oh, what's going on? Uh, then like the next second you see, but the episode had to just cut it. Mm -hmm. Alright. Um, yeah, so that was the episode. Uh, I thought... Even though I just kind of said, eh, it's just mostly fighting. I don't know. I kind of liked it. The, the fighting and action was good. Um, I actually did get kind of interested in the villain because of the fact he's just like, he actually, when he's talking to Rengoku, he's like, yeah, you're actually really strong. And you'll get stronger, but then you'll get old and die. If you become a demon like me, then you'll keep your youth forever and will never weaken and he seems like genuine about you know actually thinking no you're a strong guy you should join us and keep your um strength so mm -hmm. that was actually kind of interesting um although I, i'm not i don't know i'm gonna although the fact that we got this character trait means that it'll probably the bad guy will probably survive um this so we'll see about that but um yeah on the whole i like the episode i think Mm -hmm. yeah it was pretty good yeah <clears throat> alright um, then we got Dr. Stone episode 51 so the main characters were planning to um, you know uh, the plan was that the bad guys would throw the Medusa and they'd be able to um, capture it with their uh, remote controlled helicopter thingy Except then they realize that it's actually a trap, that the bad guys are go just throwing a fake one. So they decide, okay, well, uh, retreat. So then they all run away. Uh, it turns out the bad guys are actually planning to evacuate the island. And the, um, bad, and the main bad guy is like, yeah, and then I'm just going to turn everyone on the island to stone. Because, uh, well, I don't know if it was established that they could... Um, make a petrification like field that big, but apparently they can. Well, if they did the entire Earth, I'm sorry they could. Yeah, well, I, I mean they could, but I mean that their their device can do it. Um, mm, okay. But yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. We have established they can hit the Earth. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, Magma uh, has decided to be. Well, kind of dumb and just steals the gun because he wants to be the macho guy with it. And uh, mm -hmm. then everyone basically, oh, um, ends up uh, try having to sort of storm the enemy's boats. Oh, and we find out that Soyuz is, um, is like the, um, is apparently the son or at least a descendant of the previous, uh, the, the actual leader village guy who got turned to stone oh and we can't revive him because the stones got like too eroded or something uh so yeah there's that all right i think i covered all the important stuff yeah um i wasn't too interested in this episode um i i 
I guess we we didn't really get a invention of the week, which I was kind of disappointed about. Like I know I know that's a cliche thing, but uh, I kind of enjoy it whenever we at least get some sort of invention. Sometimes multiple ones in the same episode, uh, but nothing here in this episode. And um, yeah. Uh, oh, and it, what was it? There was a trap that they fell into. So uh, Senku might have actually done something wrong for the first time ever. Or, or maybe it'll just work out in his favor after all. So it really wasn't a bad thing that he mm-hmm. walked into a trap because he's always right about <laughs> everything. So, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. This episode wasn't too interesting to me, but it wasn't terrible either. It's an episode that I kind of feel like I liked when I watched it, and then afterwards, now talking about it, I'm just kind of thinking, I mean, I guess it wasn't that great. It was just kind of okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. One Piece episode 646 and 647 of One Piece. So, um, Luffy, uh, it, and the people in the Coliseum are still fighting. And then in something that really could have been done, like I think at least five episodes ago, the um, Luffy and the big uh, old guy he's fighting, the one who's really angry at Luffy because of something Luffy's grandfather did there, they end up like just knocking everyone else away out of the arena. So it's just them. So um, <laughs> we, we kind of could have done that a lot earlier. If that's all that was going to end up happening. Mm-hmm. Um. So we get so that's basically what happens, and then they keep fighting. Um, we end up. Uh, let's see, what's the other stuff? Uh, Law is still fighting the uh, Navy guys. Uh, Usopp and Robin are still with those tiny people. Um, I think. Did we see Zoro in he- this episode? Was he still running around? Because it seems... Yeah, yeah. Honestly, when I think about it, this episode, is mostly just the characters are still doing what they were doing last the week before. Um, <laughs> except for uh, Frankie. He act- he finds out from the sol- toy soldier guy, oh yeah, all the um, toys are actually uh, people and everyone... Uh, and everyone's forgotten that they were previously people, which is actually a pretty big and important reveal. So, I uh, that's that's like the one new thing that happens in this ep- these episodes. <laughs> yeah, uh, surprisingly, I, I kind of like these episodes. <laughs> I, I I just thought they were kind of funny. Uh, that. I, there was that whole Usopp thing, which was uh, pretty funny. Uh, although you're right, it was like the same as last week. It was like pretty much the exact same thing. And um, yeah, <laughs> this guy holding a grudge against Luffy and or Lucy, and um, yeah. I love how the 
narrator started saying, Luffy got sidetracked. Because <laughs> that's like exactly the, the right way to describe mm-hmm. it. Like for everyone else is is trying to uh you know save someone or defeat someone and Luffy's just off having fun by himself. Mm-hmm. So uh oops. Uh yeah. That is uh, it, it it wasn't it wasn't bad. I kind of enjoyed the episodes, but yeah, they still have their own problems. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff with Usopp was funny. I guess it is. We did get a little more information there in that, like they're saying, "Oh yeah, we have to go and rescue all the other Tontadas." That's the name of the little people, and then them like you know being convinced Usopp is the greatest guy. You know, they're thinking of um him. What Shadow Garden thinks about Sid. Uh, so that's, uh, so that was kind of funny, but yeah, really, I, I mean, even more than usual, it did really feel like we're saying, yeah, you know what we were doing before? Well, we're still doing it. Mm -hmm. Except for like the toy thing. That actually was a big, um, that actually was a big important reveal. All right. Okay. And, uh. Actually, it's a good thing I mentioned Sid there because now we got that brings us to uh, Eminence in Shadow episode twenty nine. So, uh, let's see. Uh, so basically, um, Sid is off doing not really much important. I um, for the most uh, part, he's just off thinking about things. Um, did he get? Did he get thrown in jail and then? Uh, escape from jail and all that was he, oh yeah there was yeah there was that but that was like just part of that brief montage where he's just talking about random stuff he did he's like I got myself thrown in prison then um to see what it was like then we all escaped yeah um we get that um he also does protect that one girl he met I think she was in the previous I think she was in the uh. Not the previous arc, but the one before. The one with the vampires. So he helps um, her out. Uh, meanwhile, um, some of, we've got... Uh, sorry, I... Um, what? What's... Oh yeah, Rose. So then we have the weird thing uh, where... So she's with Shadow Garden. None of like the important, the most important characters are actually with her. It's just some other people from Shadow Garden. And the person in charge right. of the group thinks, all right, the smart thing to do is to go and try to kill the, um, to attack, uh, you know, bad guys and attempt directly to um, kill the mother of the, per- one of the persons who's in my squad without, you know, <laughs> discussing it first or anything. Why, why did she go for her mother anyway? She she wasn't even one of the important people there. You should go for, like, you know, the soldier. It's such a weird decision that just kind of felt like it was just um, an excuse to make it so that Rose would turn against them. So she ends up uh, uh, go, turning against them and apparently gets re-engaged to perv asshat again. Um, <laughs> who still has yeah, that name. Okay, why did why, I'm sorry, but why did she kill her father if she was going to go and get engaged to him anyway? Uh, well, I'm I'm not sure. I'm more confused about why she uh did that because it seemed like okay, you don't want to get your mother killed. That 
doesn't explain why you would say, okay, I guess I'm going to go and side with the people who I've been fighting against and who were responsible for making me have to kill my father and all that stuff. Uh, maybe there's a plan in it by her. I don't know. I think there were some indications they were. Um, oh yeah, Sid finds out about it and uh, he ends up, um, as you might expect, completely misunderstanding the entire situation. <laughs> Um, and then the people uh, misunderstand his misunderstanding and think that when he's annoyed about Rose's betrayal, when he's saying, how dare you be um, uh, be such a traitor? They think, oh, yeah, he's angry at her for betraying Shadow Garden, which he doesn't even have the faintest clue about. He just is thinking, but uh, he was he's just annoyed at her for not for not like um for because he thought she was plotting things she wasn't and is annoyed that she's mm -hmm. given up on it. Um and so uh yeah, that's uh the episode. Oh wow, a lot a lot of stuff happened. Um <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was kind of a hilarious uh scenario. You first have like Sid talking about, oh, yeah, I got thrown in prison, escape, yeah. <laughs> like, that's not even all that important. And then then we have this whole thing with Rose where, okay, why did she join? I, I don't understand a single thing she's done. Okay, first of all, I don't understand why she killed her father. Then I don't understand why she joined Shadow Garden. And then I don't understand why she's now going back and uh, getting engaged again whenever that was supposedly the one reason why she started this whole path down the dark side in the first place. And, and what reason is there to call her by a number? Like... It, like, why would that number, why would that matter, you know? I think I, I just don't understand anything. Okay, so uh, I don't understand some of those things either, but to go through a few, uh, the numbers, it, it looked like just outside of, you know, like the, the like, you know, like the ones named after the Greek uh, letters, you know, like Alpha, Beta, all those. Um, it seemed like all the members of Shadow Garden, who for no apparent, no explained reason are all girls, I've noticed. Like, <laughs> like I'd be, I'm, I, it makes some sense with like, you know, the, the higher ups, because fine, they were like just the ones who um hang, who hung out with Sid. But why are, is every apparently member of the um group female? Yeah, they <laughs> never explained that. Anyway, um, so basically the numbers were that I, when you join it, you just get assigned a number. Um, I think like the point is like, yeah, you're supposed to leave your previous life behind or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so I, I think that's why they go by the the numbers and such. Uh, beyond that, the other things, yeah, I'm kind of confused about what Rose is doing here also. Now, maybe I'm just dumb and it explained and I missed it, or maybe it's something that will be explained later. But it it is a little weird. I'm just more, I just, I get her trying to stop them from killing her mother, but it doesn't 
Well, I'm a little confused why she then seems to just throw in with the bad guys. And more importantly, if she's thrown in with them, and they apparently know she was part of Shadow Garden, what? They never, like, said, okay, you were part of it. Show us where their base is. Because she would know that, right? I would assume. Yeah. So it's weird that she's done that, but as they apparently didn't ask her, or maybe they did ask and she didn't know, I um, or she hasn't told them, I don't know... I'm going to at least reserve some judgment. Maybe some of this will be explained, um, like in, in the remaining episodes. Yeah, I, I'm gonna also trust that they they know what they're doing with everything. But uh, her moves have been so erratic. They remind me of like me writing fanfics, and you know, whenever it's like, okay, I want this person to be evil. Nah, I think I'm gonna make them good. No, nah, I think I'll make mm -hmm. them evil again. And, you, and of course, everyone, every fanfic writer knows, is you you know this too. You know, you're you're just writing whatever comes to your head uh, for that week, and then whatever you write the next chapters, whatever comes to your head the next week, mm -hmm. and so on. And uh, that so that's kind of what it feels like with rose it's like okay okay first she's gonna make a pact with alexia and beta and they're gonna uh you know because they didn't do anything so they, they have to make a pact with each other and then then all of a sudden it's like no she's gonna kill her father okay no she's gonna join satagor no she's gonna betray satagor no she's gonna get engaged uh, yeah, it, it's it's crazy how much uh, her storyline is just bounced around. So uh, I did enjoy the episode. So I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I'm just saying uh, a lot of things didn't make sense. Yeah. You know, you mentioned Alexia. She's like appeared like once this season, I think. After they like you know spent all that time setting her up in the first season, now she's like had what one scene this whole season? I think she's had at least two, but um, I'm not sure if one of them was a flashback. Uh, I See, there was like scene where she was carrying all those books. I remember that, um, and then there was a scene where she was talking with Sid, and I assume that was a flashback. And I thought there was one other time she appeared. The only one I remember is when she's talking with Sid, but I, I might have forgotten about other ones. But still, she's barely appeared at all. Yeah. Um, okay, so... All right, I don't have anything else to really add about that. Um, that. So we've got... Yeah, I'm an Instant Shadow, episode 29... After that, we'll have Spy Family, episode 31. So, <clears throat> they end up uh, discover. So, uh, the assassins, and it turns out there's a bunch of them who are actually not really working together so much as just being rivals, but they're kind of working together. It's, it's, it's kind of a little confusing, but they're going after the person yours trying to protect, um, and they managed to figure out where the uh, where she is. So they try to kill her, but um, 
Yor stops them, and then they're trying to get to a different place and still being attacked by assassins who Yor manages to uh, stop um, a number of them on the way uh, until they finally end up with this one guy who has, oh, what was his weapon? Was it like, like, a, like a spiked whip or something like that? Like, like one, you know, the, 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 the big chained ball that you, that's attached to mm-hmm. the, um, to, to like the, the spiked ball that's attached to the chain that you throw. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry, coughing again there. Um, that's where that episode ends. Uh, also, we see some stuff with, um, Lloyd and Anya, um, and, uh, Anya, however, does is now trying to come up with a way to distract Lloyd because he doesn't, she doesn't want him to see the fact, oh yeah, uh, yours about to fight this bad guy because she doesn't want, you know, your secret life to be revealed to, um, Lloyd because she's convinced that that'll make them, um, break up and abandon her. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a hilarious episode. There were so many funny parts of it. Um, I, I love this thing with Anya where she's trying to get him to buy that thing. And then and then she finds out about that and she goes through these scenarios in her head. And these scenarios are so ridiculous and it makes them so funny. And then you've got the whole thing going on with your who is like uh, supposed to be protecting this person. And like random, <laughs> like, okay, you had all those assassins talking to each other on the boat and like they get mad at the one guy for saying something they don't like. They just toss him overboard. <laughs> like, just like that. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, that that was great. Um, yeah, there, were, there was a lot of funny moments. I, I can't exactly remember all of the moments, but... Um, very funny stuff, and I was very interested in this one. Um, I'm I, really excited to see where this goes next. I, I, yeah, there's some great stuff with Anya. Also, Lloyd, because Lloyd is completely uh, like missing, over analyzing everything. Like when Anya right. is just like saying, "I want you to buy this key ring," and he's like, doesn't want to, but then he starts thinking, "Wait a minute, I have to." Um, past for being a father would it be suspicious if i didn't buy it or if i did buy it (laughs) and then the part where Anya's trying to distract him by like you know coming up with this weird thing about how he has to dress like he wants to have fun and then he goes into the dressing room except he's a super fast uh dresser so Anya's like oh no i won't be it won't be uh distracting him but then lloyd starts over analyzing all the clothes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Anya is able to um, leave him there. Yeah, there's some great stuff there. The stuff with Yor was not <clears throat> quite as funny, but it was still fun. I, I mean, it- it's good to see Yor doing stuff. Um, yeah. And-, and yeah, there was some good stuff. Yeah, this was a very good episode. Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode a lot. I was disappointed when it was over, <laughs> which... Uh, um, yeah, it, um, yeah, definitely some good stuff here. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, excited, excited for the rest of it. This this was an arc a lot of people really liked in the manga. 
mm-hmm. I, I haven't really been keeping track of anime um attention on it but i but i'd assume that people uh like it more um than mm-hmm. like a bunch of the than most of the previous stuff this season at least <clears throat> all right so we got um shangri-la frontier episode three so um we've gotten uh <clears throat> right so Sunraku ends up uh, managing by random luck to well it I'm not, it's not clear how much of this is actually an in-game luck because he had a high luck stat but he ends up um, fighting against this one super powerful and unique monster and is able to dodge its attacks for a while but then it um but then it just beats um him and he uh, dies in the game um, mm-hmm. uh, he also gets hit by the curse of lycagon which has a number of effects one of which makes it so that you can't wear armor in the place where it hits you so um which so he's going to keep going around um like shirtless again um which i think i which i kind of preferred it when he was wearing um more clothes but i guess you they really like that look the author really likes that look um so we get that um he does end up um finding some secret part of the game that hadn't been discovered yet where uh this basic uh like village of rabbits and he ends up meeting uh the rabbit leader who i think is supposed to be some sort of yakuza type Um, yakuza oh i mean like someone who's just kind of like like a stereotypical yakuza what's a yakuza oh Oh, that, that, oh, I'm a little surprised you haven't, them. Uh, Yakuza, they're, they're kind of like the Japanese mafia. Um, okay. Basically like the organized crime in, um, uh, Japan. It's, I, I don't know all like the specifics of it, but ba- basically the, mm-hmm. the Japanese version of the mafia. Um, <clears throat> at least I, I think it's supposed to be sort of like a, a Yakuza-esque thing, at least based on some of the things I've seen of them. Um, yeah, anyway, um, and, uh, yeah, that's the main plot of the episode. Uh, I yeah. thought it was fun. Um, I thought it was okay. Um, I, I, I didn't think it was a bad episode. Um, I just, I just wished. I knew more, like, that. I wish there was, like, a bigger plot to it. You know, like, like, Sword Art Online has it, so there's basically a gun to everyone's head the whole time because they know they can't die. But I want to have some high stakes, and it feels to me like, okay, we're just, like, uh, playing the first levels of Paper Mario here, and uh, I would like to have some bigger stakes. So that's my only problem with it so far. So I thought this episode was kind of average. I don't think it was bad. Um, also, I don't know what the name of the main character is. So you have to tell me. Um, I can't remember his real name. I just remember his game name because they keep saying it. Uh, the game name is Sunraku. The main, um, his full name is, uh, let's see, Rockero. What what's like his um first name? I think that's just his last um 
name. Let me see. Full name is all right, Rockro Hizo. Sorry, Rockro Hizutome. That's his full name. I just um, but I can't remember that, so I just remember his game name of Sun Raku. Mm-hmm. So um. So yeah, uh, I I mean I want to at least give it some credit. He fights a super crazy powerful monster, and loses. Like, thank you. If he had actually managed to beat it, I would have just dropped the show on the spot. <laughs> like so many. Like if this was an Isekai series, like like he would have totally beaten it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> So, yeah, I, I agree there's not really that much stakes in it, uh, but, I mean, I, I think it's still, I think it's still fun. There, Like, there wasn't really stakes in some other, like, ones that are people playing games, like, uh, is it true there's a nev- never a girl online, or, um, you never watched it, but I, I watched some of Bofuri, and that's also kind of like, oh, it's just some people playing this game. Um, <clears throat> I, I think they do at least... I think they do set up more in terms of a goal, at least within the game itself. Uh, but I don't know the specifics of it. I, I haven't spoiled myself on too much in the show yet. Okay, so um, so uh, the current plan is to keep watching it. We've gone through three episodes. Yeah, we, we uh, at the moment I want to carry on with it. I I haven't quite. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, something ridiculous was on the TV screen in here. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I want to continue with it, see if, if things get better. I, I have my hand over my eyes right now. Um, <laughs> it was just too funny. Um, uh, yeah, it, I, my biggest problem, again, is like I don't feel like there's something bigger at stake and I that's kind of uh that's that's kind of important for me so yeah I think it was rather average this episode okay then we get to free run we did watch two episodes of this because you know the first four episodes aired together kind of as a continued unit and we figured yeah let's let's finish the uh sort of prologue of sorts before deciding things so first up the first of these two episodes uh first we have some basically um hijinks involving fern and free um ren um i can't really describe it much other than that they engage in hijinks in a town uh then they go to this place where there's this uh super strong demon that um free ren and her um group uh sealed away back when they originally went on their quest at like what is it like 65 years ago or something at this point because he was too strong um but you know the seal will uh be will wear off so they need to defeat him and um and then it turns out so see he was like super strong and powerful at back then but you know 
he's been out of the the game for a while. You know, there's been a lot of power creep since then. So, you know, now he's actually just kind of average and not very good in the meta game. You know, it's like Jace the Mind Sculptor in the Magic the Gathering game. When he came out, he was super overpowered and was a staple in every format. And now, and you know, like 10 years later, he barely sees any play at all. Um, well... More like 15 years later, I think it is. Anyway, the point is, um, is this was just an attempt for me to make a joke about power creeping games. Because it does turn out, yeah, people actually just figure out how to use the magic and how to defend against it. So they beat me actually pretty easily. Um, yeah. Uh, also, there's a kid with a straw hat. So One Piece reference. Um, episode 4. They end up... Uh, Freeran and Fern... Um, <coughs> end up uh, uh, basically cleaning up this uh, beach for a while. There's a bunch of um, jokes about Freeran uh, being uh, like having trouble waking up early. Um, I can relate. So um, then ultimately uh, the dwarf guy, can't remember his name. He uh, basically says, okay, so we're four episodes in. We kind of need like more of a goal for this series now so you know you wanted to talk to Himmel again and he died so how about you like but if you so if you do go end up going to this place maybe you can talk to him again and then they uh basically set off on an adventure to get to that place uh which is near the demon lord's castle from the original adventure and um yeah that's uh the episodes so I thought these were kind of a bit of a mixed uh, bag. I th I liked the third episode for the most um, part. Um, uh, the second episode, I thought, you know, we had some kind of funny bits and it did kind of set uh, like more of a goal for the um, series. But I do kind of feel that this is kind of the general thing you could say about the series. I kind of wish some of this stuff was done a bit faster. Yeah. Yeah, I just wasn't able to get into this. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just it 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 was too slow for me, so that's my problem. It was just too slow. Okay. I I have heard that. Uh, I did see someone say, yeah, it's a bit slow at first, but it gets um like it's it speeds things up a bit as it goes on but still we've gone through four episodes so uh are you planning to uh do you want to keep doing it for the podcast i'm gonna drop it okay i'll probably keep um i'll probably uh keep going um with it um on my own then all right so um we gave it a go and that's uh there um let's see oh yeah and that's all the anime uh stuff we mm. were um we uh we were watching um all right i guess we can just rank the series again yeah um i did mine earlier today so i was prepared third place one piece second place the eminence and shadow and first place spy family okay for me let me just think about it for minute <clears throat> yeah let's oh, I, i'm gonna have a similar one for first i'll put spy family i'll put um eminence in shadow in second and demon slayer in third um and that's uh 
yeah, that's the anime discussion. Um, anything else to say about anime? No, I don't really have much more to say. Okay. All right. So I'll just mention, oh, wow. I just, um, uh, I suddenly realized that I, I, I don't think I mentioned at the end of last episode that we were going to watch two episodes of Free Run. So sorry about the fact that I suddenly dumped that on to any listeners and maybe gave any spoilers. Um, for next week, we're going to be, wa- we're going to be changing the schedule just a little for that we'll have two episodes of the eminence in shadow that'll get us caught up with where it is now uh one episode of shangri-la frontier and two episodes of spy family all right and that's it with the anime stuff now we move on to uh well we're not going to be doing it after this because we're kind of done with it now but we can talk about the ending of this season of the amazing race but Mm -hmm. before we do that there's something I, i meant to ask I wanted to ask you. Um, in the previous, in our previous episode, you mentioned uh, that when you were saying you didn't like the um, U-turn, you mentioned that there was some uh, some like thing they did in Survivor that the contestants got super angry about and spent the tribal council complaining about, and they got rid of it. Uh, I was what? Well, well, you didn't specify what you were referring to. What? What was it? Okay, it was the infamous hourglass twist where uh they they merged the tribe but they didn't really merge yet so what they did is they took all 12 people split them up into teams of six did a challenge the team who won the challenge all got immunity and all got a reward the losing tribe got nothing and they would be at risk so, but, or, no, there were 13 people. They had two teams of six, and then one person didn't, they, they picked rocks to choose which team they're on. One person didn't get picked for either team. So that person uh, ends up going out to Exile Island by themselves. They are with the losing team that they are now in danger of being voted out after the challenge. But Probes comes and brings them, or her, excuse me, well, it was him, and in the second season they did this, they did it twice. Uh, They bring, he brought her an hourglass, and he said, okay, here's your options. You can just leave everything as it is right now, or you can smash this hourglass and you get immunity and everyone who lost the challenge gets immunity. Everyone who won the challenge loses immunity and someone from the winning team is going to get voted out. Now, obviously, she's going to smash it because why would you not take immunity? If you're just given immunity, so she smashes it as and and whenever they find out about this at tribal council, the people who won the challenge, who it was a very hard challenge too, and they found out they were now in danger of being voted out. They were livid, so they just lit up probes about it, and it went on for hours and. But they don't sew it, of course. They kind of just sew. They're kind of surprised, and that's about it. And 
then they did it on the next season too. But the reason they did it on the next season was because um, the seasons were filmed back to back. So there was no time to, uh, there was no way of finding out like what the viewer's reaction would be to it. Well, everyone unanimously hated the twist, all Survivor fans, because it was totally unfair. They were punishing people for winning and rewarding people for losing. And it was just pan that much that they the probes had to actually admit for once that one of his twists was a bad twist. And uh, it, it hasn't happened again and hopefully will never happen again. But uh, uh, <laughs> that's I hope it doesn't. <laughs> we we have we have no way with knowing with probes. He he has uh, he's kind of volatile, so he can pull off some of the stupidest twists. So uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Okay. All right. All right. That's a good description. Thank you. I was curious about that. So was that like the, ver the Survivor version of the Amazing Race family season? It's Actually, <laughs> do you even know what that was? No. Uh, so there was this um, uh, season of the Amazing Race where they had to like be families. Like there would be like four um, members um, uh, like on each team. And I think because, you know, it involves some younger people, they like they had to have it all be within the United States. Um, and uh, the season was pretty poorly received. And the producers were like, yeah, yeah, we, we, that was not a great idea in retrospect. And they never um, did it again. Um, so and that's our segue back into the amazing race. Um, well, we called it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we knew who was going to win. <laughs> And and uh, I was pretty accurate with the whole thing about how the story arc had ended with Corey saying that, you know, I hope this shows deaf people that they can do anything and all that. And whenever he said that, I'm like, OK, now their storyline's complete. Now they're going to lose. And and they did. I could not have imagined the beard guy <laughs> winning because they were uh, portrayed as the underdogs the whole season. And usually the underdogs don't win. Uh, it's very rare when a reality show has like a flat out underdog who ends up winning the whole thing. Although you could argue that's what happened that Survivor season because <laughs> the person who played that hourglass she was like the ultimate underdog character and she got rewarded just for uh dumb luck pretty much <laughs> um yeah I, I i figured those two weren't gonna win so like greg and john they had a good season they kind of built up how good they've been this season so i'm thinking they're gonna win it and they did and I, I was not very surprised at all. I thought the challenges weren't all that good. Um, I thought you needed to have something more epic as the final 
challenge of the season. Um, that was just kind of uh, just just putting things in order. And it's like, I, I realize that's difficult, but you can't really play along whenever you've got all those uh, kayaks. You can't, the viewer can't see what's on all of them. So the viewer can't really play along. So I thought it was a kind of uh, dumb final challenge. But uh, yeah, I, I think we got a worthy winner. They deserved it. They uh, they played very well this season. So uh, they definitely deserve to uh, win this season. Yeah. <clears throat> um. They won. It is. It is. Well, uh, obviously, that's such a redundant thing to say. Um, but I am. Um, yeah, them like having to put them in order. Honestly, they always have that like memory challenge at the end, towards the end of the season, where it's like you know they have to remember like the orders of countries or those sorts of things. And honestly, they always do it, and I've never really found it very interesting. Um. So, especially because of the way it just makes it, it just makes that almost the one that really matters because this is like, they just do it. And then it's, as soon as someone, whoever gets done with this one first, you know, they're going to win because you just go straight there to the uh, finish line. So, um, yeah, the challenges weren't that interesting, um, this, uh, this time around either but i mean it was a decent final episode the winning team you know they were a strong team um yeah i don't really have too much else to say about it it was a decent season and i guess we'll see what they do next season when they uh come back it's uh, has it been officially renewed yet uh, I, I mean, I can't imagine that it wouldn't be, hasn't been, but let me just see. Yes, yes, we have, we officially have the next season coming, um, oh, in, uh, in, um, three months. So March. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, like almost exactly three months. It's, it's, uh, December 14th. It premieres in March 13th. Mm. So a month or three months today and ended. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else to say about it before we, uh, close, I guess. No, not really. All right. Well, in that case, everyone, that's been our podcast. Uh, if you are, if you haven't been interested in these amazing race discussions, don't worry, you'll be free of them for the next three months. And uh, with that, I'll say we'll see you next week. Bye, me.